Welcome to Five Phases Health. Your hosts are Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Over the next hour, you'll hear from experts in the field on how you can achieve sustainable good health. Welcome to Five Phases Health Radio, your guided journey towards personal transformation and sustainable good health. We simplify health, wellness, and nutritional information, eliminating the guesswork, helping you to achieve radiant health. I'm your co-host, Peyton. And I'm Christina. And we are very happy to be here today. Happy Thursday. Yes. And if you're uh, a returning listener, thank you. We really appreciate it. And if you're a new listener, thank you. We really appreciate it. We welcome you to the show. Yeah. So today's show is going to be about breath and more so that it's not just you got to have oxygen and release <laughs> CO2 into the air, but it's breath is life. Yeah. Breath is life. Um, but it's, it's physiological function during activity that um, the importance of how it links the lower body to the upper body and how to actually do it properly. Cause most breath. Yeah. Well, well, I see, um, I see you moving your hands. So I'm trying to understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you have to think of the, the upper body, uh, between the, um, hips and the shoulders. Think of it as a big, as like a round cylinder. And most breathing is done just to the front. Not a lot of thought is, is given to actually how a baby actually breathes. They use the, the whole of their torso from the hips to the shoulders, everything expands on the in-breath. And then when they release that breath, what, whatever that release happens to be, it could just be normal or it could be crying or yelling or whatever, um, laughing, that kind of stuff. It all comes back down. Um, what I usually like to refer to as like a 360 degree kind of breath. So that's kind of the, the idea. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what that actually looks like. And then Christina has a great way uh, that she teaches um, that she can kind of walk through really quickly how to actually engage and feel that breathing from behind, so to speak. Um, so uh, I guess we can get started right on, on that. Okay. Um, so this is kind of like what I was talking about. So 360 degree expansion and contraction. So if you were to take a breath and you put one hand on the, on your stomach and one hand on your back and you take a big deep breath in, most people will only feel in general that the stomach actually expands. And then as you exhale, it contracts very little movement in the back. However, if you want to be able to allow the diaphragm as it, as the diaphragm contracts, it moves downward, which opens the lungs and allows the breath to just naturally flow in. There's no, not a lot of work. It's just basic um, <laughs> uh, mechanical physics. If you open up and those things uh, have the ability to expand the pressure difference from the inside to the outside, the outside pressure will fill the inside pressure. So when you do that, um, if your posture is good, you should actually feel your back expand at the same time as the front, maybe not quite as much, but it should be very discernible, just movement. Um, so if we do that again and we lift the head, 
tuck the tailbone under just a little bit, whether you're sitting or standing to kind of engage that lower back. And then you allow, you focus on the diaphragm and you inhale and then you exhale. You should actually feel your back expand much greater than it did before. If your tailbone is rolled outward and we're pushing ourselves, basically uh, focusing on the front of the body. So it's, it's almost even um, a, uh, a mental awareness type of idea also. Why don't you talk about a little bit about another way that you can actually feel uh, that engagement of the lower back so that somebody could train that like you usually teach. Yeah, sure. Thank you. So yeah, breath is, breath is so important, right? Obviously if without it, we're, we're not, we're not alive, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, it's so, so much more than that, right? It's a, it's a mechanic of delivering oxygen to the various parts of the body to keep them rejuvenated and to promote the exchange of gases is so important, right? Otherwise we build up toxicity in the cells and then that just leads to all sorts of uncomfortableness. So one way to ensure to, to check where we are with our breathing is like you said, you start sitting or standing up, but for when I'm in a, in a group class or, you know, I'm trying to, I'm working with somebody in rehabilitation on, on creating consciousness and breath. A really great way to do that is by actually getting down on the ground and lying on your back. If you're able to do that, uh, basically you take the weight off of the spine from having to hold you upright in your posture lying on the ground with your knees bent so like the just you know you extend it like you're going to bed but then you bring your knees up so your feet come towards the hip bones so you have that little v in the in the knees what that does is it opens up the lower the curve in the lower back and allows that curve to straighten therefore your lower back kind of comes down towards the, the floor out. Yeah. right it goes towards the floor a little bit or the bed or whatever you're on and what it does is just takes all the weight off of the vertebrae, the spinal vertebrae holding you upright and allows you to really focus on your breath. At that point, if you bring your hands onto your belly, maybe just put your thumbs into your belly button and then just let the palms of your hands fall onto your lower abdomen. You can then in a relaxed state, take a, 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 de a deep breath and feel the difference of what it's like to take a relaxed breath versus a breath where you're exerting um, effort to maintain uh, an upright posture. Over time, what happens is we realize just all the places where we are holding on tension as we breathe. So one way to see that is to say, um, if I'm holding on to tension as I breathe, it means that I am exerting pressure or effort against myself. So I'm tiring myself more quickly by trying to hold on to muscle tension, whether it's in the upper chest, upper back, lower back, lower belly, as I'm trying to breathe, right? So the lungs are opening, trying to push against those muscles in that uh, torso cavity. If the muscles are engaged, then the lungs have to work harder <laughs> to fill that to space. Fill, or they won't fill. <laughs> or they won't fill, yeah. which is where I was going to go next. And what typically happens is, is that instead of the lungs working harder to fill the space, we end up taking a more shallow breath. And breathe more often. Right. right. And yeah. so a more shallow breath means we're not maximizing the potential of the breath. And there's some physiological wisdom in letting that diaphragm expand and contract as well um, through some, the vagus nerve that runs through there. And there's wisdom in allowing 
the breath to support peristalsis, so promoting proper digestion and intestinal health and so on. But that's well, I could go on for a little bit, but sure. let me pause here. But yeah, so the wisdom yeah. that what you're asking me to talk about was getting on the floor or on the uh, um, a Just horizontal a surface, horizontal surface, yeah. and um, putting your back down, putting the knees up, and then feeling the difference of what it's like to breathe in a relaxed state with your belly expanding and contracting. Also, you can, if you are able to, you can also roll over and lay flat on your uh, stomach and chest on the floor as well and inhale a little bit. And you'll actually, because the stomach can't move very, the, the diaphragm moves, stomach won't move a lot, but it will require the at least the low back and the mid back to expand a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, and the idea here is to allow you to feel what that feels like to have the breath be more full in the lower uh, abdomen area, front, sides, and back, so that you can have that reference point. That's really the whole goal. Now, there is another part to this. Um, you eventually, if your posture is, and you start to feel that movement, what you'll also feel is you'll feel an expansion of the ribs out mm -hmm. to the sides, not just to the, to the front 45s to the front and then 45 degrees, basically from the front of the body outward, they will expand from the front all the way around mm. to, to the back. And it's mostly uh, expansion outward, which is actually where the lungs are located is within this rib structure. So now what we're doing is, is we are filling the lungs more to more to their capacity. You're using more of it, uh, exchange more oxygen. So less breath, more relaxed, which will have some uh, psychological mental effects Usually it's, uh, in brief, it's just to calm you down uh, and bring your mind into focus. Now, there is a second part to that. Once you get the belly breath kind of going, if you can relax or realize that your shoulders, if they're tense, start relaxing the shoulders and allow them to naturally move as you do this uh, big 360 degree, like a beach ball breath, you'll actually notice that the uh, shoulders and the upper shoulder girdle will actually move out, expand away because the lungs go all the way up underneath the pecs, all the way up to the clavicle areas. And so that will naturally expand and open as well. So if your shoulders and things and neck are tight, working to release those also allows that, what that 360 degree front, back, sides, left, right, um, to expand completely and nice and healthy lungs. Basically, that's the idea behind that piece. Sure. I think it's also important to recall that the, you know, as we're moving through these different organs and these different relationships is to uh, remember that the, the goal of all of this is to understand the interrelatedness of each perceived isolated event or isolated part of the body yeah. and the fact and how it relates to the whole system continuously. Mm -hmm. So we normally will have the perception that things operate on their own. We don't pay attention to them. We take it for granted. Um, you know, it's just, it's always there. Like the heartbeat's always there. The exactly. breath is always there. And, you know, my mobility is always there, but the truth is, yeah, it's, it's it, we we are gifted 
when we come into the world, for those um, who don't have congenital uh, conditions, that we're gifted with optimal health. And over time, we begin to move away from that core integration and that wisdom of totality into a um, I would say a blinded state where we're not really paying a focusing on that. We get hyper um, focused and uh, paying attention to things that are more present for us, such as solving a problem, dealing with tasks at hand and things like that. And we forget. And the wonderful thing about the body is that it just continues to work, right? That exactly. is a great gift that we have, that the body just continues to do what it does. But we should spend some time going back and honoring uh, the temple of the body and the the gift that we've been given by taking care of it. And one way to take really good care of all of the systems at once is, is exactly through the breath. Uh, and then noticing how is our breath, like you said, is it a deep breath, a shallow breath? Is it a quick breath? Is it a long inhale, long exhale, a short inhale, long exhale? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> long inhale, long short, inhale short exhale. exhale. Exactly. Yep. Things like that. And then, um, having those moments like one of the wonderful things about meditate meditating sitting on a cushion or spending your time in in contemplative state of your body is exactly that you can go oh i'm holding on to tension here oh i'm holding on to tension there this hurts yeah. this, that hurts <laughs> and taking a sure. great big deep breath yeah. uh over time just taking one minute to breathe deeply is a great way to shift a pattern of tension or a pattern of disconnectedness and restore that that um integration through throughout the body also what we uh if you're thinking if you if you think about this 360 degree breathing this cylinder um and the pressure that's created by the diaphragm's movement it is a, an integral part of linking the hips and the shoulders together especially if you're doing uh, exercise a sport um, or in lifting something in your daily activity or work activity and moving around. So this is, um, can be one, of, it's one of those um, uh, added benefits so that you're nice and strong mm -hmm. and it creates stability. It allows you to feel down through the body if you have a load attached. So if you're carrying something and you become focused on your breath and it, in your you're you're managing your breath correctly now you can feel yourself moving through space being able to walk and move not trip and fall those kind of things so it's a it, it's a very important piece to add into uh, when you are doing an exercise program for yourself is to start to become aware of the breath and um one of my um idols mentors always called it uh, being breathed or be breathed so that once you understand how the breath is working then you can use it to do activity so certain things that you're going to do um, such as lift a load or go reach to grab something that's fairly uh, heavy for you um, you'll naturally inhale to create that nice big, nice interthoracic pressure in the torso that links the shoulders and the hips together so that you can support that weight. And you can turn, you might breathe out, but you're, it's a controlled breath as you're moving around. And then you got to set this load down and you inhale. And as you set it down, you exhale naturally because you're allowing that load to either sit on the table or on the ground 
because you're collapsing the body, the exhale is just naturally going to happen. Um, but that takes a little bit of training to kind of start to let that happen for most. Um, uh, so that the breath and your movement, the breath and your thinking are working together for lack of a really better way to describe it. They work together synergy so that you can be uh, injury free. The thing you're doing could become successful um, or repetitive based on what you're trying to do. So one way to kind of look at that is uh, that being breathed. Um, also, when we are moving, walking, running, those kind of things, being allowing the breath to naturally feel and release and move properly inside the body helps with that bilateral movement that the, we're designed to do, or it's mechanically designed for us to be that way. So um, the breath can not necessarily be linked inhale, exhale, but maintaining that pressure and then uh, dropping the pressure a little bit and maintaining the pressure um, works right along with that bilateral movement to create stability in everything that you're doing. Yeah, it makes sense. It's working, it's using your breath to assist you is what I'm gathering from this, using yeah. your breath to assist you rather than it being something completely separate from everything else that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, not doing some activity and then going, you, you're doing the activity, you don't think about your breath or your breath at this point point maybe not it's not trained you're not being breathed while you do these things mm -hmm. so you run out of breath mm -hmm. or you feel um dizzy or you have to stop because it's not efficient or being utilized properly mm -hmm. mechanically yeah, in, inside the body um the, we will get into a little bit more of the mechanics of the breath and then a little bit later we'll talk about some uh the how it affects your thought process and your mental state that kind of thing so that you can use the breath to summon energy or to relax and release let go um in the next section so um we'll be right back we'll be right back Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Five Phases Health is designed for anyone seeking optimal well-being. We simplify health, wellness, and nutrition information into simple steps to help you achieve radiant health. Our teachings merge ancient wisdom with modern science to reach the root of the problem and prevent common diseases. Each week, we explore topics around food, exercises, breathing, and mental inspiration. We believe that small changes on a daily basis lead to long-term, sustainable good health. Join us as we journey through medicine systems from around the world, including traditional Chinese medicine, allopathic medicine, herbal medicine, and various mind-body systems. Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Airs Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. 
follow us at Voice America TRN. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Have a question for Peyton, Christina, or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show with Peyton and Christina. And welcome back. We're back. We're back. Thanks for joining us. Yes. If you're uh, just joining us, we just went over a little bit about the... uh, 360 degree breath and being breathed while you're doing activity. Um, and if you, we, if you are continuing to listen, thank you. We do appreciate it. Um, so in this segment, we're going to talk about um, what the lungs actually do in the mechanics of breathing. So what is, what is its kind of what's its function? Um, and if you're, doing a good breath that that fills up that whole um, cavity uh, from the hips to the shoulders. Um, What does that kind of look like? And and in the very beginning, it is you're able to actually access more of the internal lung tissue because um, if you're not just breathing to the front, but you're breathing all the way around from the front to the sides to the back, now the lungs are free. They're unrestricted. Uh, they, you, you're not putting any um, tethers on them due to posture. So now they can fill. The diaphragm can actually move downward on the inhale further into the uh, lower abdomen. So it creates more room at the bottom, which is actually the most important area. It's the one that because of our generalized posture that we have, most people have today due to the jobs and the and and lifestyle. Um, you don't access those lower lobes of the lungs themselves. So one of the benefits, one of the greatest benefits of breathing in this 360 degree way, is that those lower lobes on each side can be accessed, um, and so now the alveoli can actually get oxygen and become more uh, efficient at converting that O2 into the bloodstream. Um, It also allows you in that accessing that area that there's any uh, phlegm or mucus that's there to get that out. So that gets it out of the body so that the lungs become health, health, more healthy. Um, And then over time, Correct breathing actually uh, recruits and, for lack of a better way to describe it, it trains the um, alveoli and the capillaries that are responsible for this conversion of O2 into the blood and CO2 out of the blood to become more efficient and uh, be able to move uh, more, basically move more of both in and out of the body. So that's one way to kind of look at it. Yeah, and um, of course, we place a lot of focus and attention on the inhale, right? Because obviously we need that, but there's, for every inhale, there's got to be an exhale, right? And so we also need to release the gases from metabolism from the various areas through the the exhalation. And there's, um, in the exhalation, for those of you who are wanting to lose weight, 
Um, there's a little bit of a metabolism that happens where you're exhaling some of not just CO2, but some of the byproducts of of burning fat through the exhalation. You're also exhaling uh, droplets of water when you exhale. Uh, so there's a lot that the exhalation does to remove from the body, not just a gas, but water and other more solid things. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just I think it's so important to to think about both sides of the equation, not just the the bringing in, but also the letting go of things, because when we're we in general, I would say we tend to focus on um, if we're talking about physiology, we're talking about the, the positive side of breathing, and we're talking about the positive side of things in the sense of the the vital function of inhaling, the vital function of the heart beating, and things like that, and bringing healthy blood down or clean blood into the, the various areas. But there's also the flip side of that, right? And so it's a it's an exchange. It's like a back and forth, like waves inside of a pool. It goes one way and then it goes the other way. It goes one way and then it goes the other way. So that that sharing, that dance that happens Natural between rhythm. Rhythm. That's a good yeah. word. The waves that move through each area are it's it's not just the one side, but it's the rhythm that that brings us balance, that brings us good health, that brings us integration and connectivity to all the systems of the body. So when you, if you do the breath practice, which we described in our previous segment, you will certainly feel your breath all the way to your fingertips and to your toes, right? You can feel what a full body breath feels like. You can feel the ripple out effect, yeah. right? You can feel little, whether it's a, a coolness or whether it's a tingling or whether it's a, oh, I got relaxed or something. But most people, when they do an intentional breath exercise, they can feel on every part of their body the effect of taking a conscious, full, deep breath. Because the interthoracic pressure that's actually created just up from a very basic mechanical point actually pushes outward to the extremities, mm -hmm. uh, up to the head, out to the fingertips, and down to the feet. But you also get what you just described. Oxygen is now being pushed more readily available into the rest of the body. So you will get the benefits of the oxygen being able to be circulated and pull out those um the things the body needs to expel in order to be healthy. And of course, I mentioned briefly, uh, we're kind of glossing over it, but that's okay. The vagus nerve that goes through the diaphragm itself and that um, massaging through the expansion and contraction of the diaphragm stimulates that nerve. And that nerve is kind of part of our, um, relaxes the fight or flight and gets us into a more happy state, right? So you can call it, you call it the happy nerve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the happy nerve. When that nerve is happy, then we feel happy, right? When that nerve is, is being, um, like in a spa, it's being massaged and caressed and taken care of by the diaphragm. Then the whole body is going, yes, I feel Great. good. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you, you can't not feel that. All exactly. Throughout. Yeah. Do more of it. Right. Sure. Exactly. And that's why you have all of these practices and um, whole systems that are designed around the breath. And they're all powerful. And yes, they all can be transformative and they can all be super healthy. They can do all sorts of things through the breath. I think you did a couple of breathing 
trainings way back when. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm kind of inundated with a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we there's a couple we can talk about, uh, three basic ones that we can talk about. Uh, I, I generally call it the three breaths action. So we're looking basically on the inhale and the exhale and then time, time-based on those. And so we're looking at uh, the first one would be an active inhale and a relaxed exhale. The second one would be an active inhale and an active exhale. And then the third would be a relaxed inhale with an active exhale. Mm-hmm. And all these, all these three have different qualities. So there, if you were to do these, just these basic three practices, you'll have some different, uh, you'll have complementary benefits basically based on whatever activity that you're trying to do. So we can look at real quick at the first one, which is an active inhale and a relaxed exhale. So this one would be, um, you're inhaling and you might do an inhale to a count of four. And then the exhale is just, you're relaxed and you allow the breath to be expelled from the body just naturally as the diaphragm moves back up and pushes the, the air back out of the lungs. And this one can help saturate the blood with O2 because it's more of a focus on bringing uh, oxygen and um, the other, uh, other needed um, air-based chemical uh, into the body. Um, and so you'll get that O2 saturation, which means you'll get it into the muscles. Say if you're doing some sort of a endurance type of activity or um, you're trying to um, move out um, the byproduct of, uh, of exercise activity, which is, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden. You're talking about metabolism or cellular respiration? Cellular respiration. So as you're doing activity, you're going to build up and I can't, all of a sudden my mind just went blank. You build up the very specific chemical um, in, in the muscles themselves and uh, lactic acid. That's it. So you just came to me like, uh, like a, a, a bright beam of light from you heaven. took a breath and it and came, it came to right there. So, <laughs> um, so what we're doing here is we're allowing oxygen to come in to break down the lactic acid and get it out of the muscles so that we can recover faster. Um, so, and the byproduct too is, is you're getting that O2 to the brain, which will energize the brain. It'll actually, um, make you become, uh, more focused and have more clarity at whatever that you're, you're doing. I do recommend like an inhale for a count of four. Um, and then just every time you exhale, you just allow the body to naturally, uh, ex- the diaphragm will go back to neutral, a non, um, uh, contraction state and just allow it to push the air out of the lungs and take it easy. Uh, when you do this for the, if you've never done it before for the first time, um, the second one, uh, active inhale and an active exhale. Um, where you're going to see this is uh, its usefulness is now you're you're actually actively learning or using the the pressure interthoracic pressure inside the torso in order to do something in a controlled way. So basically, this would be external load control. Um, if you are a, um, judo or jujitsu practitioner, this is how you learn to link the lower body to the upper body 
and then you'll be able to control your your movements in that grappling type situation as an example um uh, it could be football too if you're a lineman or something along those lines it's, sure. it's anything that has to be controlled um and then it allows you to do some breath holding at times when you need to maintain that pressure such as a very 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 heavy object um, so you inhale, you pick up, you hold the breath so you get the object where you need it to be. And then you let you set the object back down or put it in its place. Um, this actually is an unconscious thing that most people will use when they are, uh, have a really heavy external load. They will, they will actually do this and not even realize that you're doing it. Um, however, if you realize you can do it, then you can use it in different ways to help make uh, life a little bit easier and sure. the mechanical things that you do out, out in the world. Um, and this can also be used as a heart rate control method as well. So you can inhale and hold and then exhale. And so this, this really is a, an active controlled piece. So you can have different timings on these as well. So you could do two in, two hold, two out. This is a count of two or uh, four count in, two count hold, four count out. So you can experiment with these. Um, and technically though, if you experiment with any of these, um, if you start to feel dizzy, just relax, let your body uh, inhale and exhale naturally um, until you kind of get used to doing this kind of activity. Um, and so, and the last one, it's a relaxed inhale with an active exhale. So we're just breathing in and maybe uh, where we're gonna use this is to control a continuous external load movement that you have to move over some kind of a distance or you've got to hold on to it for a little bit. So you've inhaled and now you're gonna maybe hold or, and you're mootless as an example, maybe you picked up a, um, uh, several, uh, pieces a of, box. a moving box and you need to move it from the garage into the back of the moving van, mm -hmm. but it's many steps away. Mm -hmm. So you inhale and you're getting ready to go or you're being given the box. Somebody hands it to you. You're holding on to it. You might hold your breath for a little bit or, as you're getting closer where you're going to set it down, you control that exhale in order to control the load to put it down somewhere else. Um, this also is a great way to lower your heart rate and blood pressure. Nice, long, uh, let the body just breathe in and then control that exhale and let it out. Let it just um, naturally, as you exhale, let yourself relax, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden now your heart rate and your blood pressure will start to come down mm -hmm. as well. And then I do this a lot for a release of emotional stress. And sometimes that exhale will be a countdown from 10 to one as you exhale. Um, you could do that one also in the active controlled in inhale, exhale. But again, the idea that we're releasing, we're letting go, and we're, we're allowing our body to relax and get back into the natural state is, has always been connected to an exhale. Yeah, so. I actually love this, this concept because I use it a lot in treatment when working, doing energy work on, mm -hmm. on folks and yep. or working <clears throat> through a pattern, right? So the, if you're person, if a person has a 
pattern of holding somewhere in the body, you can actually um, engage the person's breath to assist you mm -hmm. with releasing any kind, kind of tension. tension yeah. So the, the methodology of that is basically have the person uh, locate the source or the, the, the place in the body that's under tension. Typically, there's an assistant there's like oh i feel tension here mm -hmm. what's going on here and the person may or may not have a connection to it. it doesn't matter the point is the the person will bring all of their awareness into that area of tension and you the practitioner puts all of your attention into that area as well then the the patient will take a great big deep breath as far as they can and hold the breath mm -hmm. for as long as they can and on the exhale then whatever was stored or the majority of what was stored sure. in that area will actually um, either completely resolve, it'll move out, or it will start to break itself up and move out. So let's just say, for example, you've had a really stressful day, you come home and you're like, I am so tense and just stressed out. So identify where on the body you're feeling that it might be on the head, it might be on the shoulder, shoulder. it might be on a I don't know, a back. hip, a knee, a back or something, right? Put your hand there. Take a great big deep breath. Hold your breath for as long as you possibly can without passing out, without overexerting and all right. that kind of stuff, right? So it's usually about to a count of six, seven, eight, you know, and some folks maybe all the way up into 10, but it's usually six, seven, eight. And then just, let just it let it out. Yeah. Don't do a controlled exhale. Just let it all out, right? Because you're now at this point, you should be gasping. You're like ready to get to your next breath. Yeah. And Richie. in that quick exchange, the tension that was in that area typically will resolve itself. Yeah. And you might have to do it a couple of times, but for minor things, one time is enough. And in this case, you're using the word tension. I use the word load. Yep. They're interchangeable, actually, because exactly. um, an external load or any load creates tension in the body because you're having to use it basically in that time frame. Absolutely. Um, this is actually really uh, this particular topic and how to use the breath to do things is super uh, exciting for me um, because I've used and done some tech these techniques and other techniques and found tons of benefit. But where it really starts to become uh, super useful is if you practice them so that when you when you are put either in a physical or, or a mental position where they can be used, they actually just manifest themselves on their own. It happen automatically. Exactly. So now we've got this integration of mind and body that's doing something for you. Uh, because it knows that that's the correct thing to do. And that's being breathed, mm -hmm. basically. Awesome. Okay. So I guess this ends Take a this quick segment. pause here and we'll come right back. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. See you in a bit. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here.
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Resiliency is the human capacity to lean into individual and collective strengths with compassion and grit when faced with the challenges of lived experience. Join host Elaine Miller Karras for Resiliency Within, a program of hope and healing designed to inspire you to integrate wellness into your life, your family, and your community. In challenging times, you'll want to tune in every week. Resiliency Within can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Have a question for Peyton, Christina, or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show with Peyton and Christina. And welcome back. back. We're back. We almost did. We did that exactly at the same time. It was almost there. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, folks. Yep. Thank you for joining us. If you stayed with us this uh, through the other two segments, that's awesome. If you're just tuning in, we've talked a little bit about um, proper posture of breathing, 360 degree breath. Um, And then we talked a little bit about how to use the breath to do certain things um, uh, physically and then mentally so that we can be healthy and happier and be able to move around um, without injury. And this particular, this segment, we're actually going to talk about um, breathing and exercise. And there's some types of breathing um, if during your exercise routine. So in this case, we're going to um, talk about uh, warm-ups and cool-down breathing. And then in the middle, we'll give some options for um, aerobic or endurance-type breathing and then anaerobic breathing. So that would be things that are less than a minute and a half or so. <laughs> so that the ones where your muscles are being used maximally um, over time. Um, so warm-up breathing would be the, a good place to start. And um, the way I like to use for me uh, before any activity is I connect with my breath. So now at the moment, I want to get it under control. I want to connect with my breath, my diaphragm. I want to feel where that breath is located uh, in the body. I want to try to get that breath um, moving in that 360 degree breathing method. So it's front, back, and the sides are nice and expanding and contracting. The shoulders are expanding, opening and closing, and the, the lungs are being full. And I'm, I'm deliberately inhaling and deliberately exhaling, and maybe I'm holding um, in the middle at some point in time, making sure my inhales and exhales are at least a uh, four count of some, uh, or maybe even a little bit longer as I start to relax. My posture is good. Um, 
And then I want to take that particular type of breathing and then move that into the activity for the warmups that I'm going to do now. If those warm-ups in, in, involve a, uh, a folding of the upper body to the lower body, such as a forward fold in yoga, or I am um, doing, uh, maybe I'm doing a standing hamstring calf stretched kind of idea, then there's going to be some folding. So my breath, as I'm doing those things, is going to have the mechanical restriction that, that will come into place. And usually that folding over, the shoulders rolling to the front, will collapse. That's the exhale. Mm -hmm. So what I'll start to do is time those things so that the inhale and the exhale are being maximized and I don't feel uncomfortable. Are you saying you're using your body's natural expansion and contraction as you're doing these movements to support your breath? Exactly. Instead of working, maybe you're, so as you're contracting and bending over, you're exhaling and as you're expanding or standing up and straightening you're inhaling. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then going. And so what I'm doing is I'm linking the movement and the breath together, which has a really cool uh, effect on the mind is that you start to calm down okay. and you start to focus and mm -hmm. um, your intention at that point can be set. Um, and the happy hormones start to come out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so something that I like a little saying that I usually like to keep in mind is movement plus breath equals room to expand and contract. So now we're actually um, using our body and the movements that we're doing as kind of like think of it as a bellows that's feeding a fire. So the bellows expands, pulls air in. Bellows collapse, it pushes air out into the fire, and the fire flames up. And now we've got this nice activity that is going on that we can then carry over into our actual um, the activity that we're going to do that's the core of the exercise routine. So it's either going to be an anaerobic or endurance type of training, or uh, aerobic endurance type of training, or it'll be an anaerobic or power. Mm -hmm. Think of anaerobic more as a power type activity, lifting weights, uh, power lifting, um, sprints, um, as a buddy of mine that was training for the U S Olympic, uh, bobsled team, you know, you're, you're doing those things that are bursts of power. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's actually probably start with endurance breathing. And so this is going to be long-term aerobic, uh, activities. So, what I will probably do um, going from the warm up to the endurance breathing is to start to set my breath and what I want that to look like to begin that particular exercise. So if it's walking or running or cycling or um, even rucking because you have some weight, you kind of got to get used to being able to what does my breath look like? How does it expand and contract based on if I'm on a machine, uh, something like a bicycle or carrying a weight? or going uphill or downhill, that kind of thing. So uh, I initially want to see how the breath reacts and see if I'm short of breath or if um, I ha don't have a lot of um, expansion. There's a lot of restriction there. So then I'm going to modify my posture and my technique, basically, to then once I get into that activity, um, the breath starts to enhance that activity and make it a bit more efficient. Example would be uh, running, actually. Um, if, if your lower abdomen is sticking out 
and your back has an internal curve arched inward, you are going to only breathe at the top of the lungs and you won't get a full breath. You won't feel the breath go all the way down inside the body and it'll be very shallow breathing. So the breath will be very quick in and out, in and out, in and out. However, if I just tuck my tailbone underneath, change the, um, uh, the hip, uh, configuration just a little bit it won't change my gait a lot it'll actually open up my gait a bit because now the hips can be fully open the belly comes in now the diaphragm can move down now the breath then comes into the body and downward inside the body and fills my whole body so i'm looking for that 360 fill even during that activity i can i can vouch for that um when i used to run track and field the, when um, my 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 uh, my competition. My favorite one was the four hundred meters, right? Okay. So yeah, yeah, with yeah. or without hurdles, but uh, but without the hurdles, you know, you have that. What you're saying is there's between aerobic and anaerobic is there's a there's a there's a time there's a, a certain amount of energy that your cells have stored um, readily available. Exactly. After that, yeah. the type of metabolism and everything changes to access different types of energy that are stored in other places. And so that takes a little bit longer. So you're, of course, your 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 quick burst, right? You're using all of your available, readily available energy. When you go into your um, aerobic exercise, now you have to start a different type of energy production that requires more effort. But anyway, my point is that when you're doing a 400 meter sprint or run mm-hmm. by around meter 250, 250 maybe 275 you've already ex- yeah, you've, yeah. you've burned through what was what was that well, the block we, yeah it, it's, it's gone and the muscles and everything it's is gone, gone. yeah exactly. and so now yep. you have to access energy from a different area yep. but i would invariably right around that that right at the beginning of the curve on the, the second curve right at the beginning of the second curve do exactly that and my coach would always say sit you know, exactly. say, sit down, exactly. Sit, That's sit, it. sit into yourself, sit into the gate, sit into the hips and take a yep. deep breath and the, and dig into your abdomen. You know, he'd be dig into oh, the yeah. di- He would say dig into the, the diaphragm, diaphragm, but what he really meant was dig into the hips, right? right. Go into that, that lower belly yeah. area. And yeah, man, there was, it was incredible. It was just like mm. a second wind, like boom. Yeah. Mind becomes clear. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I was like Pavlov's dog as well. I was trained to the whistle. I, he had a very special whistle. Oh, really? and he could be yeah, in the, yeah. And he could whistle really yeah, darn loud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was his code. He was like, if he was whistling, it meant that there was somebody right behind me and I needed to hustle. hustle. Yeah, so I was listening for the whistle. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, you're when you're connected, your your mind and your breath and your body are connected and you're in that alignment, which is what you're, you're exactly. communicating here. Yeah. You can access deeper power and become more efficient and accomplish way more. Yeah. The engine is then now functioning properly. So we are at at that point in time, you're now you're utilizing er, uh, everything to its maximum potential, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, So if we then talk about really move, we'll move to the next one um, because that's really actually a great segue. So (laughs) anaerobic breathing, and getting that sit it's not really like you're gonna sit it's almost like you're trying to ju- you're just, just rolling the, just tailbone, rolling under the tailbone and underneath. opening up the curve in the lower back exactly so if we're doing some sort of anaerobic activity the anaerobic breathing which is the other isn't is the other component um that creates core stability 
Number one, because now we have linked the hips and the shoulders. Our extremities are now of top and bottom are linked together. And we stack the bones, which is exactly. something we talked about in a previous in episode. A previous episode everything is stacked and I'm ready to when I get a weight or a load or tension on the body, because it could be maybe wrestling or jujitsu, karate, something along those lines. Now I'm linking that that those forces through my body and I can feel them. And now that stability makes me number one, safe. I can control, hopefully, uh, the, that tension, that load, that resistance with the body in order to move it at that point in time. And there is basically three types or ways that uh, breath can be used um, to uh, what I usually what I call phasing. So it's um, phasing types one, two, and three. And so there is. Once you have that core stability to do this, you're either type one, the moving a load or resistance away from the body, type two, the load or control to and from the body. So that's a movement. So that the way from the body is an exhale. This one is now a pause between the exhale and the inhale. Mm. Or if there is a, sometimes the pause can be long, depending on what you're doing. Sometimes that pause can be very short or not existent at all, but it's going back to our original uh, breath types. Uh, also it's that uh, you control inhale and exhale in order to do something. Mm -hmm. And then type three is pulling a load or resistance or something, bringing it into the body, mm -hmm. which is uh, an inhale at that point, mm -hmm. exhale on the first one, type one, type two, control, inhale, exhale, um, to do that activity. And then type three is exhale, pushing that load away from the body. And so, even if you're doing sprints, as an example, because you might say, well, uh, sprinting is an anaerobic style activity, and it is. Um, short but, distances. Short distance or moving something heavy over a distance. Mm -hmm. So maybe we're doing CrossFit or something along those lines. When you're doing that, it is imperative that your 360 breath and the, your body is aligned properly so that you can move and take that load and move it around, basically, for lack of a better way. Um, so anyway, so that's kind of it in say, a nutshell. I think we're starting to run out a little bit of a time here. Yeah, but yeah. no, but I was going to say, yeah. you, you're as I was visualizing these, these examples that you're mentioning, I'm thinking... You know, most of us, when we're in a relaxed state and we're not under pressure, do these things automatically. Yes, exactly. The body knows the body how to do it. The body knows how yeah. to do it. So um, I, I would invite listeners just to start to pay attention throughout the day about how, they, how your breath is and how your breath changes based on the different activities that you're doing and pay attention. Are you inhaling, exhaling? Is it a long inhale? Is it a long exhale? Am and, I holding my breath? And, and I was just going to say, <laughs> Sorry. and that's the one that's most important is, are we holding our breath too much throughout the day? Because that's how we start also to accumulate tension mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, so, but uh, the exploration of breath and the wisdom of the breath is, is really 
powerful. It is. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned cool down breathing. So very simply, this is the type three or that long exhale just to start to bring your heart rate, your blood pressure down and allow your uh, mental focus to become more relaxed. And then you can do an internal body scan. So longer that, breath. Yeah. Longer breath. breath. Yep. And then you can do your logging and your, your note taking at the <laughs> <Please>. very end. <laughs> start um, to discover. Yes. Alrighty. Well, I hope you, you guys enjoyed this particular show. Uh, this is one that's very close to me. It's I've spent a lot of time with this kind of thing. So I really appreciate the, if you've been with us this long, being with us. So Yeah, it's been great. And I really love the subject of, uh, of breath. I love how it connects into so many different things. We've journeyed through physiology. We've journeyed through... Uh, perceived stress, like mental and emotional type stress. We've journeyed through fitness and we've journeyed through um, <laughs> respiration, right? Yeah. And how the body, right? Well, it's the physiology. And we've journeyed through how to release some of those things. So, so much, so much power uh, in the breath, in the breath yeah. just, uh, and something we take for granted. So keep breathing. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to, no matter what, anyway, uh, it's one of those um, uh, middle brain functions yeah. that yeah, you can't, you can't stop it um, uh, on your own, really. So, um, All right. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see you next time. Stay breathing, yeah. and uh, thanks for joining us today. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Five Phases Health. We hope we've given you some tips to improve your health habits. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week. <laughs>